colleges have been on a fast track to communism for a while now, but they have now decided that they are going to force students and teachers to vax up. We'll have opinions on that as Anon Don is a college student. That would be me. Um, protests erupt in Lansing and the media studiously ignore it. Also, the press absolutely hates your guts. Why are you listening to a single thing they tell you? If you see it in a newspaper or online, it's probably a lie. So join me for the rare and much sought after truth that the media.gov, facebook.gov, twitter.gov, and Big Brother don't want you to hear. I'm Anon Don, and this is the Holmes Politicast. Aw, yeah. Well, that opening went much better than I thought it would. Um, so, uh, welcome. I am back. Um, it's been a long couple weeks. Obviously, I don't have time to do this every every week or be at every protest, which is why you know nobody knows what happened uh, at Lansing yesterday. But <clears throat> despite the fact that I can't be everywhere, we still get small trickles of uh, news and every you know real news actually every once in a while. Um, and I am still, you know, going to be here pointing out when the media hates you. Um, I listen to all the, the podcasts and the, I read all the news that I can, keeping myself informed to keep you informed. All right. So the first, this first thing we've got up here, well, you know what? I was thinking just establish, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to establish that the media just absolutely hate you. If you are somebody that is unvaccinated or maybe you're like, hmm. This vaccine is brand new, and uh, I don't really know if I want it. Well, then, uh, that makes you a rational person, yes, but that also makes you much hated by our um, our elitist overlords. So, uh, obviously, there was a protest in Lansing yesterday. Well, I, I say obviously, but I'm probably you know one of the few people that knew about it. Um, well, actually, I don't... For this one, I don't think I'm one of the few people that knew about it because I heard it through my wife. And if my wife knows about something, like, it's probably pretty common knowledge politically. So, and she was actually coming to me with, like, hey, this this person that I work with was telling me that there's a protest. And I'm like, huh, I'm hearing about this through a person that my wife works with. So, I think... I think it was a big affair. I think if it hadn't been, uh, if it had been like just a few people milling around the Capitol steps, I think we would have heard about it. I think we would have had pictures. I think uh, the media would have been all over embarrassing or, or trying to embarrass the people that, you know, come out to protest these ridiculous mandates. But regardless, we did have a protest. Um, the media studiously ignored it, as I said. And, uh, so, here's the media and what they think of unvaccinated people. Uh, this is going to be kind of a long clip because, you know, skipping through it is a, a bit difficult without a producer and, you know, other people running the show for me, behind me. But, um, here we go. This is a clip from M Live's The State of Michigan. Or, no, this, no, M Live Behind the Headlines. So, you'll hear Laura Lawler, I believe her name is. Uh, say that you need to be punished if you are hesitant about taking the vaccine. And another guy saying that, oh, well, it's... It, like, these people actually admit... It, well, you know what? Let's just play it, and you'll hear. Um, 
all the ridiculousness. I think one thing that's kind of important to, to note is this vaccine that we have, these three vaccines that we have available here, while data proves for... Oh, the question was, why aren't idiots getting vaccinated or something? Vaccine, and there are some cases where there are um, uh, negative effects that come from somebody who gets a vaccine, but those are such a small number um, that, generally speaking, it's safe to say that these are, are safe vaccines that do work at protecting uh, people from COVID-19. And if you get it, you're not going to get it as severe. You're not going to end up in the hospital. Um, and but the, the vaccine still has emergency use authorization. It's not quite fully approved by the FDA yet. And so there are folks who kind of lean heavily on that specific approval and they call it there. I think when when it gets approved uh, by the FDA, one of them does, which health officials kind of expect that to be around this fall. Um, I think then you'll start to see the conversations of now we can mandate a shot. Now we can, the mandates that you have for other vaccines around schools and whatnot, that's, you can't really do that to my knowledge when it's not a fully approved vaccine. So I think once you, you see the FDA come forward and, and give full approval to one of these vaccines, I think you'll see those conversations around mandates um, as much as folks don't like being told what to do. Um, I, I think that will give employers and local municipalities a little more power there to, to maybe push if the the things like incentivizing vaccines aren't working. And, you know, Michigan had a lottery recently and they've been giving out money to try to incentivize it. And sure, people have gotten vaccinated since then, but we haven't seen a dramatic uptick in people getting vaccinated. Yeah, and I think uh, to add to that, um, so far the messaging has been uh, what the incentives are to get vaccinated, right? Trying to encourage people to get vaccinated because all of these good things will happen if you do. Now, clearly for a certain subset of the population that absolutely worked. Um, and I think there was hope from a lot of public officials and public health experts that enough of the population would want that um, and, and be encouraged by that positive message to, um, to sort of cover for the people who weren't gonna get vaccinated anyway, or were hesitant and haven't gotten vaccinated yet. Uh, clearly we're seeing that that is not enough um, from a public health perspective to stop the spread of some of these variants. And so I think um, I would be surprised um, if it didn't start trending this direction that now it is going to be, there are negative consequences if you do not get this vaccine. We're seeing the universities come forward, start yeah. to say we need vaccinations if you're coming I in hate person. You, is what she um, said. You're starting to see some businesses. I think concert venues are probably going to be a logical next step, or some of those events where a lot of people are going to be. Um, you're going to start seeing people say, "Show me the vaccination card," or "Show me that you've had a negative test in the last, you know, day or two, and then we'll let you in." Um, so I think that is probably the next step uh, because I think that, um, yes, the government can, has in the past uh, implemented restrictions um, such as masking and uh, limits on in-person activity. And those were unpopular, but um, you know they were in a lot of cases effective, um, at least over the course of the pandemic. And 
so I think the next right, that's enough of her garbage <clears throat> effective over the course of the pandemic. Now we're getting into ridiculousness. Later on, they say that the virus is actually smart enough that it doesn't kill its hosts. So, um, shoot, hold on. I'm actually, I am going to find you that clip and play it. But uh, right now, I want to focus on just, you know, what they're saying there. And Miss Lawler's prediction came true, you know, uh, definitely for me. Um, I'm a Grand Valley student. They just decided to mandate these stupid experimental vaccines. Um, and Miss Lawler is sitting over there like a seal, clapping. Or, 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 or. So uh, the media just doing yeoman's work out there, just being great, just working for the people out there, of which I am one of and severely annoyed um, with all this stupid crap. Uh, I should not have to go get a vaccine to be a student at a public university is ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to actually, this is going to be a little bit harder. Political uh, intervention at this point, but what would it, the virus you know, I'm not going to play the clip because it'll be, it'll be hard to find. It's host entirely. Well, it's going to kill itself off as well. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. That's coming from a journalist who's Stop talked on. to a lot, kind of fall back on the vaccinated folks as well. All these, these unvaccinated people have, made their choice and they'll deal with the consequences well they might not be the only ones who have to deal with those consequences the consequences by the way are a uh, 99.97 you know percent chance of survival but whatever uh they are about to say that the vaccine is really smart if we get a, a variant next year that skirts this vaccine we may have to go through a lot more of what we've already gone through we may have to get vaccinated again wait for development and so it does kind of fall back on the vaccinated folks as well that even though they've gotten vaccinated and you, you there's a chance or you'd think you'd hope they could ditch the mask they could ditch the mandates and whatnot it's possible that this will continue and continue until we can get to a number of people who are immune to slow the evolution of this virus that's coming, that's coming from a journalist who's Stockton. talked to a lot of health Something officials and i got to He's talked to a lot of health yeah. officials. I'm, I'm stuck on something you said, Justin. Health I gotta go back officials. to it. What you just described is that a molecular level virus is smarter than the most evolved species that's ever lived on Earth. There it is. Right? The virus is it, smarter than you are. It's figured out that we're dumb right? enough that it Because it, it you're stupid us, and you won't get the vaccine. Keep us alive enough to keep it passing around, right? That's, that's really encouraging. So that's what, that's what MLive thinks of you. That, they put it up there, not me. I didn't do it. I didn't say you were stupid. I didn't say you were stupider than a virus. But that's what MLive thinks. And um, <clears throat> if we keep on rushing to uh, just listen to everything they say, I don't know. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe they've got a point. All right. <clears throat> we are going to move on because MLive just, oh, they just annoy me. <laughs> so... Yeah, after insulting me, calling me stupid, telling me that, you know, I should just get the vaccine because the virus is smarter than me. We are going to have to move on. So, this this uh, wonderful vaccine that MLive is pushing that they hate you so much for not getting. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah, this this is going to be wonderful for you guys. <clears throat> you're going to you're going to enjoy this a lot. So. Vaccine, 93% effective, up to six months, but booster likely needed before winter. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to get another one. All right. I'm going to 
sit back and take it easy here for a minute. Oh crap. I'm gonna have to fix that. Alright. Let's do this. This great vaccine that we're gonna need a booster for. So Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine remains 93% effective against symptomatic illness six months after the second dose. But amid the ongoing spread of the highly contagious Delta variant, the company said it believes a booster dose will be needed prior to the winter season. The company announced the findings Tuesday ahead of an earnings call. Ahead of an earnings call. A ahead of an earnings call, which also said its vaccine booster candidates produce a robust immune response against the Delta variant. Wait, okay, so vaccine booster candidates produce a robust immune response against the Delta variant. Um, so what they're saying is take our drug and you'll have an even better immune response. Okay. Moderna said it believes the ongoing spread of the Delta strain combined with the most combined with more people gathering indoors as it gets colder will lead to a increase of breakthrough infections in vaccinated individuals. This article is so convoluted. It's it's better. Also, you'll need a booster. Oh, no, it's saying the vaccine is ineffective. Okay, without the booster, you'll get a bunch of breakthrough in infections. That's what they're saying. Okay, I'm up, I'm up to speed now. While we see durable phase three efficacy through six months, we expect neutralizing titters will continue to wane and eventually impact vaccine efficacy. Uh, what the heck are neutralizing titters? Uh... So what I'm seeing is you get the vaccine and the efficacy is good for six months and then it goes way down. So okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna save speculation for right now. The vaccine's latest 93% effectiveness figure is just short of the shot's initial reported efficacy of 94. Moderna said the data shared Thursday was collected from an analysis of its larger clinical trial that began in July of 2020 and was completed before the Delta variant became the dominant strain in the U.S. We are pleased that our COVID-19 vaccine is showing durable efficacy of 93% through the six months, but recognize that the Delta variant is a significant new threat, so we must remain vigilant, Moderna CEO Stephanie Basil said in a statement. Moderna's booster shot candidate also showed robust antibody responses to the Delta variant, as well as other COVID-19 variants of concern. In a Phase 2 study, according to the company, the data has been submitted to a peer-reviewed journal for publication. So, I think we've gone... Uh, Let's see, Moderna has stated the rolling submission process for the full approval of its two-dose vaccine. Oh, they do mention that the two-dose vaccine doesn't have full approval from the U.S. Drug, Food and Drug Administration. Um, it says it expects to complete its submission this month. I don't know what that means. Does it get approved after the submission is complete? I don't know. We have begun preparing late stages late-stage studies for our flu vaccine and RSV vaccine, which received fast-track 
designation from the FDA a few days ago and are looking forward toward our vision of a single-dose annual booster that provides protection against COVID-19, flu, and RSV for adults, Bansell added. To date, nearly 140 million doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine have been administered in the U.S. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the problem. So, this company, Moderna, um, they're saying that their vaccine sucks and you need a booster for it after a little while. Also, it may have all these side effects, you know, the pericarditis, um, the inflamed heart, the, uh, you know, the reproductive complications that have been reported. <clears throat> None of those are, are of concern, but it, <clears throat> not only are, are there all those problems, rather, I should say, not, not that they're not of concern, but not only are there those reported problems, but you'll need to get this every six months. It doesn't even last a year. It doesn't even last throughout the season. The flu shot, at least you can get it once a year. Um, this you're going to need to get twice a year. And it's, you know, it's just a slight imposition. It's, you stupid anti-vaxxers, you conspiracy theorists, what do you think we're trying to do? You know, condition you to listen to every single word we say? What do you think we're trying to do? Take over the the um, institutions of power in the United States? What do you think we're trying to do? Trans the kids? Come on, what do you think we're trying to do? We're not trying to make homosexuality normal for everybody. We're not trying to push that, you know, it's okay to be gay. Come on. What are you, crazy? Ah, oh, come on. The free love movement's not going to lead to licentiousness and uh, the breakdown of the family. You a bunch of conservative wing nuts. Obviously, that rant was, you know, all of the slippery slope arguments that have, you know, actually turned out to be slippery slopes uh, as time has gone on and much slipperier slopes than we thought. If we allow this stupid vaccine to be seen as more effective than our own immune systems. I mean, that is that is what they are pushing. They are saying that this vaccine, or this virus, that kills nine, or that kills 0.03% of the people that it gets to, this thing is scary enough to make you fear using your own immune system. You do things with a much higher rate of death than 0.03% every single day. And yet the media wants this thing that is much less deadly than most things that you can do. Much less deadly than most diseases you can get, actually. Um, they want that to be the thing that removes your trust in your immune system. I say we have an immune system for a reason. Um, it's probably better than any man-made drug that they can come up with, especially one that's, uh, you know, enlarging kids' hearts and um, possibly causing birth defects, possibly causing uh, low um, low uh, fertility rates. But regardless, you know what? I'm I'm done with that. So, apparently there was a petition. Um, I, I wonder where the petition is for um, the people that don't want vaccine mandates. Um, you know, the Lanthorn doesn't, you know, necessarily uh, 
think that they should get actually any platform to say anything. So I'm not holding my breath waiting for the Lanthorn to put up the anti-vaccine petition on their website and try and get every single student on campus to sign it. Um, this is literally the only campus paper. So um, the fact that they have all this crap, I mean, they're, they're, they're bigger than us. Um, they might win the fight on campus. So, and that's, that's just a reality that campus is so left-wing anyway that, I don't know, um, if, if a paper were funded, I would probably write for it and run it, but I, I can't fund a paper on campus, so, um, that's, that's neither here nor there, but, uh, the, the Landhorn obviously thinks that students should be forced to take this experimental drug. Um, I wish they could be sued, um, as soon as the experimental drug, you know, it, well, I wish they could be sued either way. I want to sue all these institutions that we used to trust that are now turning on us. I want to see them all go bankrupt, but that's, again, neither here nor there. But they say, this uh, GVSU Lanthorn, oh, the, the editorial board, they're full of screwballs. Right as things start to feel like they are going in the direction of pre-pandemic life, an increase in COVID-19 is starting to force government and health officials to make changes to previously loosened regulations. Now, we're going to stop right there. What they say is things start to feel like they're going back to normal. But then COVID-19, so the government has to make it feel not normal again. So the government is making life normal. And then, what what changed? Well, they said an increase in COVID-19 cases. Deaths? No. Cases. Um, hospitalizations? No. Cases. Um, again, they, they, they just want you scared. Because if you're scared, you'll do what they want. Um, nothing's changed in the last couple months that I can see. In fact, nothing's changed in the last couple of years except for businesses being shut down and opened and shut down and opened and shut down. I have not noticed any change. I, I walk around. I don't see people dying in the streets. Um, we don't, we don't like I'm n people that I know aren't dropping off like flies. Like nobody knows people that are dropping off like flies. It turns out every single time a nurse says that the hospital is overwhelmed, like, it turns out the hospital is empty. Um, we are getting all these lies from all these different places. And yet, the only thing that's really changed in our life is that the government is doing things. Forced government and health officials to make changes. Nobody forced them to make changes. They wanted to make changes, so they did. And, and that's the kind of reporting that you won't get from the Lanthorn because they love the government. They eat out of the government's palm. They want the government to control everything because they're communist shills. They don't, they don't even know it. I know they don't know it. I know they don't know that they're communists, but they, they spout all the communist bullcrap. Authoritarianism, top-down rule, um, you know, strict adherence or there's punishments like... They're communists. 
The Delta variant is one of the main causes for concern, as it has been identified in all 50 states. This uptick in cases has been reminiscent of the beginning of the pandemic with mask mandates and frequent quarantining. However, unlike the early waves of COVID-19, we are not defenseless. Oh, we are not defenseless. Phew! Oh, who's going to defend me against the scary virus that I've already had and I didn't die from? Who's going to... Are you going to defend me, Landhorn? Tell me how I can... Tell me how I can be, be safe, please. Oh, data has shown that each vaccine has a high effect, efficacy rate. Okay, good. Phew. Oh, look at that. Look at that. They're, they're quelling all of my fears. Uh, with the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna vaccines proving to be the most effective. So I'll get the Johnson & Johnson if I have to. I got it. Now that these vaccines have become available for a majority of college-age population, the university's ability to get back to normal seems dependent on the student's decision to get vaccinated. Um, not really, no. I mean, it depends on us just doing it. Um, that's, that's another thing. It's, it's the university.gov um, is going to always listen to the government. They are no longer an institution for the people. They are no longer an institution of freedom that will fight the government um, because all they have to do is say that there's a health crisis and then, boom, they're right in line. Um, I, you know, I think they were right in line before there was ever a health crisis, uh, as I've been documenting in the what month that I had the show before the pandemic started. The pandemic. Well, it, it, it's not the, the start of the pandemic. It was the start of our new way of life. Um, underneath, um, underneath the rule of the health officials. So, <clears throat> some Michigan universities have made the decision for students requiring them to re receive the vaccine. University of Michigan's vaccine mandate even applies to students who work and learn remotely. And it is see, even if you work and learn remotely, you have to get it. That's how that that's how you know that this isn't about keeping the virus contained this isn't about not spreading it this is about control because if it was about not spreading the virus why would people who work and learn remotely need the vaccine right they're in their house where are they going to spread it they they're not they're just not and yet you require it That, that tells me that, that you're not serious about the vaccine or the virus not spreading. You're serious about getting that vaccine in people's arms. Okay. <clears throat> and is providing limited religious and medical exemptions, which I will be seeking. GVSU has not yet set a vaccine mandate for students. However, they have repeatedly encouraged students to get vaccinated in email updates. And these idiots put around a a petition stupid yeah still waiting for the other petition according to a may 2021 study from the international journal of environmental research and public health just under 47.5 percent of college students surveyed were hesitant to receive the covid19 vaccine and according to gbsu's covid19 data dashboard only 53.1 percent of students report being fully vaccinated However, reaching herd immunity likely necessitates an 80% vaccination rate. What the hell? What the hell? When I was talking about herd immunity last year, people were, Whoa, you can't have herd immunity. Now they're using it. it do these people, I mean, they hate you enough that they, they know that you won't remember a year. They know it. 
and they hate you, and they're they're going to talk about it again. They're they're going to talk about oh, it's herd immunity. No, but not herd immunity from getting the virus. Herd immunity from vaccines. Ooh. Idiots. Gosh, I'm so tired of these morons that think they're experts controlling everything we do. Okay. Many, including Jurban Lopez at Vox. Oh, Vox. That's a that's a real good newspaper. They've attempted a common framework talking about vaccine hesitancy as a spectrum. And we're on a spectrum, guys. Yeah. Yeah, this is stupid. The Lanthorn can't possibly write something good if it tried. Um, they ran one good article last year that was written by me. Um, and I'll be writing in again this year many more times. <clears throat> okay. You know what? One more thing here before we go. Um, look at this. DeSantis in the news. He's hated again. All right. So, this is from Bloomberg. It's not really from the Detroit News, but I'm just going to call the Detroit News out for running communist bullcrap anyway because I'm so tired of it. They're supposed to be a right-wing outlet. They're supposed to uh, be, you know, for the truth and not for left-wing politics, but... Of course, they print left-wing politics all the time. So here it is. COVID patients are filling Florida's intensive care units. Oxygen supplies are short. And school officials are defiant. Why are school, school officials defiant if intensive care units are filled and oxygen supplies are short? That's my first question. Bloomberg. Idiots. But Governor Ron DeSantis is gambling that for Republicans, resistance to public health measures shows his commitment to the conservative cause. That's not really a gamble. That's actually, yeah, that's that's how that works. Um, if you are fighting against the uh, the ridiculous manda uh, mandates and like Florida is looking really appealing right now. I'm not gonna lie. For anybody that has a rational brain, for anybody that can think further than like ten seconds, uh, for anybody that knows any history whatsoever, Florida is looking like a really good option. <laughs> Because they now have um, they now have a governor that is is outlawing vaccine mandates. Um, they're open. You can do business there. Uh, you can rent out your house there and actually receive money too. Um, so, yeah, none, none of this none of this uh, the CDC ruling the entire country is happening in Florida, and that's about the only place. <clears throat> So, school officials are defiant as people are dropping like flies. Yeah. Well, don't worry. If, you know, if they're so defiant and this is so dangerous, they'll be dead in a couple days and then you can just roll over their corpses and do whatever you want. They'll probably be dead with a bullet hole, but, you know, we can blame that on COVID too. <clears throat> Healthcare systems are converting cafeterias and conference rooms into patient areas. According to Florida Hospital Associated Press President Mary Mayhew, the state, with 6% of the U.S. population, accounted for about 20% of its coronavirus cases in the past week. Um, during the same week, DeSantis found time to present himself to audiences everywhere. The 42-year-old Republican, who's up for re-election next year, is also considered a top contender for the presidency in 2024. On Monday, he raised campaign funds in Michigan, the Detroit News reported. On Wednesday, he appeared on Fox News, where he downplayed pressure on hospitals as misinformation 
and blamed President Joe Biden's border policy for the introduction of new variants. Well, all of that, uh, what he said, is true. Um, you know, I, I can't say that uh, healthcare systems in Florida are not converting their cafeterias and conference rooms into patient um, areas. Um, I, I think that's untrue. I think that's a lie. But, uh, you know, uh, what I... Oh, jeez. Somebody just posted something, and I, I don't know, it's real long. I'm going to ignore it until the end of the show. I'll read his comment and uh, deal with that after I'm done with this. So, um, state with 6% of the... Okay, so I'm not going to deny any of that. What I will say is that uh, deaths are not up, so uh, DeSantis is exactly right to... Oh, I'm not going to read his comment because he left, I think. Yeah, whatever. Um... <clears throat> DeSantis has whatever don't f- uh, has become the national face of GLP opposition to the fight against the pandemic with his fundraising team even peddling t-shirts and beer koozies with his campaign logo and slogan aimed at the nas- nation's top virus fighter Anthony Fauci the nation's top virus fighter he's out there fighting that virus all day he's fighting as much virus as the foo fighters are fighting foo this guy is insane. You you thought you thought you thought you knew martial arts. You have never seen the weird art of Confuciism. Confuciism. Yeah. He he is out there just fighting with his Confuciism. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Fauci. <clears throat> Don't Fauci my Florida. Last week, he threatened to withhold funding from school districts that mandate masks when classes resume. Man, this guy is great. I love that. That is just fantastic. Everything he's doing is perfect. Um, about 40% of Florida's adult intensive care beds were filled by COVID-19 patients this week. Yeah, that I don't believe. Um, I think they probably got a positive test, uh, but the intensive care beds were filled for those reasons. <clears throat> The governor is betting that U.S. politics has become more about what is said than what is actually done. I'm betting that U.S. politics should not be about what is done. It should be about what is not done. Get out of our way. DeSantis is seizing the moment to cater to a very loud and active minority, said Stephen Neely, a professor of public affairs at the University of South Florida in Tampa, a very loud and active minority. Who cares? Um, a lot of this is just red meat for that base, said Neely, and it's a gamble on his part. He's betting that this is just a seasonal uptick, and it will fade quickly. Uh, you know what? I'm not seeing where um, all the deaths were coming from. Um, <clears throat> I was waiting for it. I was I was sure it was going to come. They were going to say, oh my gosh, there's been so many deaths. But, uh, you know, I'm just not seeing it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure people are dying left and right, and it's a very scary time in Florida there. But, uh, you know, and I think DeSantis is doing the right thing. So, uh, that is it for the show for today. A uh, bunch of tyranny in Michigan, a little bit of freedom in Florida. Let us, I actually, I checked, and the guy is still here. Oh, no, he's not, but we'll read his comment anyway. <clears throat> because, uh, you know, why not? It, it should be entertaining. I saw it pop up and it was super long, so let's see. 
Okay, this listener. Immovable Wisdom King. I'm waiting. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Whoopsies. Crap. Crap. There it is. Oh, it's... Oh, wait. I can read it from my phone. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, it says, Ladies and gentlemen, the final days of the N-word are upon us. Oh, my gosh. So profound. Immovable. Wisdom King. Long has the word been seen as the nuclear option in verbal wars. It has been twisted and reduced from a firebrand of hatred to a phrase of friendship and camaraderie by musicians. Chat filters and bands have turned it from a bite of a hound to the bark of a small dog. The days have come for a new word, one that will pass the filters and deliver the string of hatred once more. Huh. So this guy's a racist, and uh, he came on my show to be racist. So, Immovable Wisdom King, um, you should be reported. Um... That was that was extremely racist. I can't believe that you would actually come on my Twitch and say that. That is, um, that is absolutely. Uh, well, you know what? I don't care. Uh, actually, because it's Twitch, and who cares what happens on Twitch? So, that is that is the show for today. Immovable Wisdom King, and his his massive amounts of wisdom will carry us through the next week. Thanks for joining the show today. Remember to share it. Um, follow my Twitter or follow my my twit. Yeah, my Twitter, um, where everything is happening. All the news is going on. Um, share it with your friends if you like what you're hearing, um, and if you're tired of being hated by the media that you get your news from. I won't hate you. I'm Anon Don. This is the Holmes Politicast. <laughs>